Hey friends, welcome to a very special week here at Unseminary. We are running a series of webinars all week under the theme of Your Church and COVID-19. Our goal is to expose you to some experts that will help you right now. On the podcast feed, we are presenting a uh, compressed version of what we're doing in the afternoon. We're going to jump into today's conversation with Brad Hill from Glue uh, right when we kick off at the beginning um, asking about these three types of data that church leaders need in a time of crisis. But before that, we also want to remind you about a great resource that you should be looking at today. Uh, there's this fantastic book written by my friends Tim Lucas and Warren Bird called Liquid Church. Uh, this book really pulls apart not only the story of Liquid Church in New Jersey, but dives deep uh, and how your church could uh, really reach more people than ever before. Uh, these folks uh, really know what they're doing. They've done some incredible things. And, you know, there's one chapter uh, that's just on the on creative communication. I was just watching Tim on the weekend and thought, man, this guy is a stellar communicator and even more so in this all digital age that we are living in. Uh, this book is packed with real life examples, practical tools. What I want you to do is go to liquidchurchbook.com and there you'll see a whole bunch of free resources, 52 page small groups guide, downloadable curriculum, chapter by chapter video, all kinds of stuff. This would be a perfect video for you to order for your leadership team now. I know they're probably at home and uh, this would be a good book for you to work through over the next five, six, seven weeks. It'd be an incredible resource to really build your team up, get them fired up, uh, not only for this season, but for the season that's coming next. All right, friends, well, let's jump in with today's uh, podcast interview, uh, really a compression of what we learned on the webinar, all about three types of data that you need in a crisis moment like this. Let's go. This is the Unseminary Podcast, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. We set this up as, um, you know, there's kind of three types of data that pastors need in a moment like this. Um, why don't we dive into that? What what are the three types of uh, data that pastors need? And, and hopefully you can point us in a direction to where we can find some, not just say, hmm, I'm not sure how to get that. Uh, but, what, you know, what would be, uh, you know, that the, the data that particularly now all of us should be thinking about getting? Yeah, you know, Rich, I um, I heard a, a really interesting quote Friday or Saturday. I can't remember what day they're running together. Um, yep. But this this person was saying, you know, the most important role right now of a leader um, is to project a calm presence. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting wisdom. Um, I've, I've heard a different quote, which is uh, the role of a senior leader in a crisis is to define reality and provide hope, mm-hmm. which kind of speaks, I think, back to what we were saying a minute ago, that, that tension between it's not all rah-rah hope, but it's like let's ground it in reality, but also help our people understand that we're going to move through this. We're going to move forward. Um, so, you know, anchoring, if, if you buy into this even a little bit, then, you know, the thought that we've had is, okay, if I need to project a calm presence and hopefully that's authentic and I'm, that's coming from, you know, the Lord is giving me that peace and I can then share that. Um, the idea of, um, of information and data is a really interesting, uh, kind of foundation layer of that. And I put, this is my favorite question. I've actually always loved asking this question of pastors and leaders um, just to kind of play with some of our well-held assumptions that we measure the same things all the time, right? I, you know, attendance giving, maybe salvations, again, all great numbers. But when I get it with a pastor, I'm like, what is some information maybe about your people that you don't have, but you wish you did? 
Mm. And um, I love asking that questions and question in times of calm when the waters are clear. But mm. right now we're in the middle of this tsunami. Right. And um, if I'm a leader right now, probably one of the most daunting things for me is not even knowing what's happening in the future, but not even knowing what's happening in the present. Like, how are my people right now? Right. Sure, you're getting a lot of anecdotals like I am as I'm a lay leader in my church and you hear those stories and those it's easy to let those crowd your mind and the loudest voices define what's happening. But if you actually knew and had the ability to kind of sample and see where folks are at, you know, here where I live in Tennessee, people who watch national news are feeling like the world's caving in mm-hmm. because we see New York, we see California and Washington state and we, we watch what's happening overseas in Italy and beyond. Mm-hmm. But here locally, it's not really that acute of a health situation in the moment. It is, however, a more economic situation. Mm-hmm. And so as a pastor, knowing that really helps you understand how to respond. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when, when we started talking, Rich, about like, you know, what are, what are the things that the data speaks into? We like to ground this in the word. Um, mm-hmm. And we really do try hard not to just, I mean, anybody can cherry pick verses for a slide presentation, but these are, <laughs> Um, these are actually kind of core passages for us. And just to give you transparency, these are things I've been really meditating on mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. Uh, I won't read through them all, but, you know, Galatians speaks to, you know, us as brothers and sisters bearing one another's burdens. And if there's ever a time that we're getting opportunity for that, it's now. Mm-hmm. Um, as and over on Matthew, you know, this is, this is Christ. Um, reminding us that the least of these is the same as serving him. And if you're familiar with the passage, you know, he's got some very strong, um, not, not ambiguous language right around this about the consequences of not doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is very sobering for me. Um, But also Proverbs here, we love this, this passage about knowing the condition of your flocks Mm -hmm. and giving careful attention to your herds. And that's not just for shepherds. Um, Mm -hmm. The picture in the background is a cool drone shot of sheep. But oh, nice! I wondered what that was. <laughs> um, wondering, like, what am I looking at? Um, but so the idea of like knowing your people is a big deal, and like as leaders, that should be high, high on your radar, right? Is understanding where people are. So you know, if if we're in this moment where um, we don't we don't even have the analog option right now, like literally the pews are empty, the Probably the thermostat's been turned up and the lights are off to save money. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is outside. How do I know how my people are doing? So my thoughts are here, there's there's three three things that we think are most important for you as a leader. And I realize we've got a mix probably of like senior pastors, executive pastors, other, other personas here today. Um, I think it still applies. Mm-hmm. Number one, it starts with me. You know, how are you doing? as a, as a leader. And that's not just something to be glossed over. Right. Um, I, I love this phrase. The, the single greatest limiting factor of any organization is the heart of the leader. Mm. Right. So if you let that sink in as a, as a pastor or any senior leadership, like you can put on a game face for just so long, but Mm -hmm. this situation is rocking a lot of us and it's like, okay, to be honest and transparent you know, look for balance. We're probably all burning a lot of hours right now. Uh, so this, how are you doing? 
I put this on the slide as data because it is. Data is just information. Um, who do you have that's checking on you? Who do you have that's kind of keeping you accountable? Who Who's looking out for your soul right now? Um, we just, you know, we want to make sure that's, that's in the forefront. I would say number two is how's your team? Yep. How, how are your leaders? How are your lay leaders? How's your staff? Um, no doubt your staff is, is worried or fearful. Um, cause like you just shared, Rich, your small group, it's like they're looking left and right and they're seeing other staff being laid off or maybe it's affected them already. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting a pulse on your leaders, you know, that's, that's a super critical job as a pastor is to be taking care of your team so that they can be hands and feet as well. And then, you know, finally is just, okay, let's go out another ring and talk about our people. And I don't just mean um, congregation, although I do, mm-hmm. but, you know, starting with like my body, my, my flock that I'm tending to, that's, that's critical. Um, but also like, what about outside my church in my backyard in my neighborhood? How are those people doing? Mm-hmm. Like you said, it, early on in this crisis, we were drawing parallels to nine 11. Remember how, 9-11 happened on a Tuesday. Yep. And like that Sunday, the churches were all full. Right. And um, we were kind of wondering if coronavirus was going to have a similar effect. And I think right. it is, but it's just happening in the digital space. Right. Right. And Very so good. people are hungry. People yep. are, they need what we have as a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just can't get to our buildings right now. Right. So knowing how they're doing is, is important. And so, when I say like these three categories, how they're doing, the way we think about it at, at Glue and our research team is we have these five dimensions. Mm-hmm. So I would apply these to all three of the big boxes up top. Okay. Um, you know, you could run questions, right, through each of these categories. How are we doing spiritually? Um, and, you know, how's your faith? Are you in the word? Are you praying? Are you practicing spiritual disciplines right now? Um, how's your marriage? How are your kids? Are you pulling your hair out? Um, right. Are you, are you giving your family time? Um, what about vocation and job? Like what would it mean if you knew the percentage of people in your church's congregation who have had their jobs affected? Right. Uh, financially, obviously we're all feeling that one big time. Like what are your needs? You know, how many months do you have? Whatever. And then obviously health, is um, not just a physical health, but mental health. Are you worried? Are, are you optimistic about the future? You know, how are you feeling? Um, these are all things that, in our view, pastors and churches care deeply about. And, um, and so, <clears throat> you know, where we're going with this, and we'll talk in a minute, Rich, about the idea of some simple ways, ways to sample and poll people and survey them so you're getting this kind of readout. Because if you knew all five of these dimensions about yourself and about your staff and leaders and about your congregation. My belief is it would help us all really make good decisions about leading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to a pastor this morning about, he was like, this is going to help me figure out even how I'm going to write my sermons. Oh, absolutely. Right. So, so anyway, that's all, you know, I'll pause there. I know it's a lot, but this is really what we're focused on right now. Yeah, I love that. So I was talking to um, uh, 
a staff pastor at a church, so not the lead pastor, but a staff pastor recently. And uh, they they were feeling, frankly, disconnected. Obviously, there's a lot of isolation right now. People are in, this is an environment where people are in their homes. And, uh, you know, this person was reflecting to the point of tears that like, hey, I, I, I just feel like no one's checking in on me. Like I, I just, I'm pouring out, I'm pouring out, I'm making the phone calls, I'm connecting with people I'm doing, but like, where is the person that's supposed to check with me? Normally that stuff happens um, in a, I think I would assume in this church, they find that stuff happening in their kind of walking down the hallway, bumping into people, that kind of thing. But they take all that's been taken away. And then now just the fact that this person feels out on, out on their own. I love that kind of five dimensions and, and this idea of, Hey, how, how are we checking in with people across kind of radiating out from ourselves to our team to ultimately the world around us? How are people doing that? How are you actually uh, able to, um, you know, get that information or pull that information, understand that, um, you know, with, you know, how do you do that? Yeah. So we're, um, and I've got a, I think a picture I can pull up here as, as I'm answering you, but we've, we've spent the last couple of weeks um, while churches have been running around frantic, you know, trying to keep church going and uh, people serve. What we've been working on is a series of tools um, around these ideas. And so let me, let me put this up here and um yeah, the, the PDF handout that you mentioned, Rich, we'll get to at the end, um, is going to help everybody have a really, really practical way to go get their hands on this stuff and use it. It's all free. Mm-hmm. Um, and our team's been working really hard, pouring a lot of heart and soul into this. We do have, first of all, this poll that we kind of teased a minute ago, right? And this is this one's unique because it's just for the leader. It's just for the mm-hmm. pastor. Um you know, executive pastor, senior team can certainly take it as well. This isn't though for you to give to your whole church. This is like, this is really addressing my box one that I had. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the question that we all just chimed in on a minute ago is one of the questions in that poll. It's like four minutes long. You can do it on your phone. It's very quick. And what's cool about it is we are, um, we're aggregating those results nationally. So what you just did here, Rich, was a pretty cool flash, you know, sample of this audience of a, however many hundreds there are of us. Um, what we're doing is we're trying to do that on a pretty large scale every week. Um, and as soon as you take the poll, then you get as a pastor to go see those national results as they're building. Mm-hmm. And then what we're also going to do probably in the next week is start segmenting the results. So you can see like, what are other churches my size dealing with? Crazy. What are other churches in my town dealing with, or maybe in my denomination or my network? Mm-hmm. So that's the poll. Um, the podcast is something that we're launching today as well. Um, folks likely know either one or both of these these guys, David Kinnaman, who's president of Barna Group, Carrie Newhoff, who's a, a leadership expert and former pastor in Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. Got to give a shout out. And, <laughs> um, and obviously has several blogs and podcast properties of his own. Uh, these two are getting together. And we're starting a brand new podcast all around. It's called the Church Pulse Weekly. And what's unique about this, although there will be some great content, this podcast will be drawing from the poll. Mm-hmm. And so what we're learning every week about what's important now. It's amazing. Forms the podcast. Right. So it, unlike Carrie's other podcasts, we don't have like six months projected out of who's coming on and right. what's the topic. Like we think we can see out two or three weeks. 
Um, next week, for example, we have Bobby Grunwald from Life Church and mm-hmm. Nona Jones from Facebook mm-hmm. will be joining us to talk about digital disruption and what does it look like to have a digital Easter. Right. They're both pretty well qualified, we think, to talk about that. <laughs> talk about that. Um, but uh, this is this is a free resource, and it's a podcast you can listen to. But it, it's also going to be recorded live every week, and uh, so you'll see you'll see how you can go check that out if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The thing I want to dwell on the most though is these weekly check ins. This is another set of surveys and, and assessments that we've created just in the last couple of weeks. We have just so you're aware a team of um, experts in. Uh, psychographics and assessment uh, research. And they have created very simple, very short question sets that are designed to get at all five of those elements that we talked about, spiritual, financial, vocational, financial health. And so there's a a survey, for example, called the people Mm check-in. So you can deploy that. You could even do it in your Sunday service if you wanted to. You know, like we're all looking for ways to get more interactive with folks sitting on their couch, right? So it's like, hey, everybody, um, grab your phone and scan the code on the screen or text the number. And we just want to see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. We want to spend four or five minutes and you can tell us. And it's it's anonymous. They can opt in if they want to share their name. But um, that's also something you can do every week. And then you get to see how your church is doing in a results presentation. You can do the same thing in your community and you can do the same thing. A third assessment, third check-in is for your team, for your leaders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are all out there. Um, and then the final block that you see, Community Connect, this is not ready yet. Um, it's coming soon. I put April 6th. I'm hoping it's sooner. My development guys will kill me, though, if I make too many promises. Um <laughs> We, what we think, Rich, is happening is as churches, we're, we're trying to project a little bit in, ahead that we think churches are quickly turning toward community mm-hmm. and outward service and, and um, you know, loving our neighbors. Mm-hmm. And um, we think there's a gap where folks in your community who need something, like right. they, need, they need child care, counseling, job assistance, whatever, we as churches have those things many times to give. But short of like Google or poking around on Facebook, it's hard to go one spot to see what's available. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is giving churches right now the ability to begin creating a profile. So you can literally just say, I have this, 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 and this that I want to serve my community with. And if you start doing that now, then what's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks is there, there's going to be a map available that for every town Primarily U.S.-based, we are looking at Canada as well. But I can I can plug in my need, and yep. I can see what churches and organizations can serve me. Um, and it's going to give it. churches another way to kind of be known. And yep. like I said earlier, maybe be a front door for somebody who's never engaged with you. Okay, so a couple things here. I want to pull this apart. First of all, this is amazing. I think a huge gift that you're... Um, you know, trying to empower the church with um, starting. Let's talk about the weekly check-ins at the at the church level. Um, I, I think this is a unique opportunity. Most of us have gone digital and could inject this into our um, our weekly experiences. Um, you know, what, what would be, uh, what does the interface look like on that? Is that like a, a link that they, they click on 
And is it, uh, are they the same questions for all churches or are they customizable? Just give us, maybe pull that apart a little bit more. I think there's something really powerful in that tool particularly. Yeah. Um, no, thanks for asking. So it, it is, it's something that your church uh, sets up and the word we use is deploys. So you, you send it out to your people and you can do that a bunch of ways. I mentioned the Sunday service, you know, format where you put it on your screen or you, you put it in the chat room in your live stream or whatever. Um, but you can email it out. You can text it. Um, we've, we've, we're finding that most congregants, most people like to do it on their phones. Um, literally, like on your phone, you're just thumbing through the questions and answering. These are these are real questions. This is um, this is part of the pastor poll, actually. But the yeah. congregation check it. What it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly the same. So it's very quick. Takes like four minutes or so. Um, and then. Once they're done, this is this is not real. Uh, this is mock-up, but this is exactly what the results will look like. Hmm. So you as a pastor can see um, exactly like how's your church doing, how are your leaders doing, et cetera. A lot of our pastors have never done, you know, church-wide surveys or have never like sent something out to the entire congregation like this. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have a couple like FAQs and scripts even that – you can use to like, what do I say from the platform? You know, how do I, how do I reassure people this is safe and all those good things. But, you know, the idea here, especially in this season that we're in um, doing this type of survey. And by the way, I mean, we, we think this platform is, is going to be really easy to use and um, quick for you to deploy. But, you know, if you don't use this, there's, there, there's, you know, do something would be our message. Some way that, check in because doing that actually shows your people you're thinking about them. Right. And, and it can be a really powerful moment actually in kind of an engagement experience. You also could think about doing it in those virtual small groups. If mm-hmm. you're doing Zoom or whatever, a bunch of ways you can roll it out. It's very flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, multi-site churches, by the way, can create multiple deployments if you want. So you could do one for the East campus, one for the North campus, if that's mm-hmm. how you're organized. There's no limit to how many different ways and times you can send it out. Love that. So the thing, so a part of why I'm excited to share this with people is um, I think you're, ans- you're asking a question. You're, it's like you're asking a higher level question that I think most pastors, frankly, are, are thinking about. The data that you could collect on this could have profound impact on the way we minister uh, week in, week out. Um, you know, I worked with, um, when I was at Liquid Church, we did a lot of um, kind of in-service experiences. Occasionally, we would do in-service experiences where we're like collecting prayer requests or we're, um, you know, we have like four different ways. Hey, here are four different kind of issues that you're, um, you know, thinking about. And we would take the data from that and that would ultimately kind of drive some of the content that we'd make, ultimately trying to answer questions that people are actually asking. The thing I love about, but it was always clunky because it's like you're coming up with like paper or you're you're trying to like, but this, uh, you're trying to do it digitally. And, you know, we could do it now when we are all digital. I think transitioning on the other side, you're going to see the power of that while we're digital. When we get back into physical environments, it will not feel strange. I said this to a church leader earlier today, I do think what we're seeing is the overall digitization of the church. If we all do this for six, eight weeks, 
Um, I, I don't know that we're going to return. I think we're going to we're going to come back to something different and and not be scared of people taking out their phones and saying, "Hey, let's answer three or four um, you know questions or however many questions even you know in the service today." Um, love that. I think digitization um, is is here. I would also add that our our prayer here is that this may be another permanent shift of leaders thinking differently about what where they put energy and how they prioritize ministry. Not to say that we were making bad decisions before, right? But there are new capabilities now that help us know more about our people yep. and how they're growing. And this is a great example of one. There's many. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about having a culture of assessment. Mm-hmm. Assessment is nothing more than just, you know, taking a snapshot of how, like when I step on the scale in the morning, that's an assessment. I don't always like that assessment, by the way, but it's an assessment. <laughs> um, yes. but, you know, so like th- this moment gives us both, a, uh, we have a difficulty because we're not with our people, yep. but we have capabilities to actually maybe know more about our people than we could before. And one thing I forgot to mention in your last question that's really important. Like when you mentioned Liquid Church, you guys, you know, that that's a church that serves in a, a very sort of um, downtown kind of urban setting in many of the locations and other other churches here, maybe in a different setting where it's very rural or you're in a very multi multicultural context. What we've done is we've we have created some set questions with these check ins that we think are pertinent to everybody. You can add, though, up to 10 custom questions as well. Fantastic. Love it. So if you're like, you know, in my city, like we're near an auto plant and we've just mm-hmm. got some different issues going on here. So yeah. great. You can, you can ask whatever questions are pertinent to you. Let's talk about the privacy issue. You kind of uh, mentioned there, hey, you've got some scripts. Um, I, I know that's an area where I think there is a high level of anxiety around people providing um you know, personal information. There's always a trade-off there. I think as a leader, I see, wow, there's great opportunity here. The people who are in my church may not feel the same way. Um, how should we be thinking about that in, in this context? Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, I've got, I've got just one picture here. Not going to, not going to dwell too long on this, uh, which isn't any indictment of the importance of this subject, but you know, the headline at the bottom, I would start off just saying any ministry you're doing, whether I'm your small group leader or you're my senior pastor, there is a trust layer that everything else gets built on. If that trust goes away, we don't have ministry. And right. like we, we've got plenty of stories we can look at in the church the last decade to to bear that out. We just happen to live now in an age when the the battlefield of trust, if you will, is being played out largely in like a digital online um, genre. And mm-hmm. And so we think about, several core tenets of trust, mm-hmm. um, not to get too philosophical here, but to, to get it really practical for you as a pastor, what we want you to be able to say when you stand up virtually or physically in front of your people, this is safe. Your information is critical and it belongs to you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we mean. Like data rights are fundamental rights. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a core principle that guides a lot of what we do um, that, that actually the, the person on the couch, in the pew, in the seat, is the owner of their data. Um, it's not your church. It's certainly not your tech company. And so you, you have to treat it very intentionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when our when we sit down to write products and build surveys and all these great things, we don't 
do trust as a checkbox at the end, like that goes in before any line of code is written. That's what we call trust by design or trust by default. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those who know about it, um, there are a number of laws and regulatory things passing in Europe, GDPR and California, CCPA. Mm -hmm. A lot of you know HIPAA, which is a health health regulation. We comply with all of these standards. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, So just to kind of give you a little bit of a reassurance, everything you do through our system is safe. Um, but, but more importantly, as I said, Rich, you know, we, we've got some scripts and things to, to help pastors speak well about this subject. Um, I would say that even the, the, the temptation in a moment like this is that the urgency maybe makes people less skeptical. They just want help. Mm-hmm. And that can cause sometimes people to shortchange this. But we would say trust matters more now, now more than ever. And, um, you want to be making sure that you're using tools and processes that are built on these principles. So that's, that's kind of our jam on this. Love it. I wonder if you could, uh, and so normally I wouldn't insert this question here, but I'm getting a bunch of people asking this question. Uh, they're like, so uh, how does, what does this cost? Like, obviously as a guy who runs the podcast, I know you can't really charge for podcasts. So that slice I know is going to be free the weekly, uh, David Carey podcast, but how should we be thinking about pricing and what does that look like? Um, you know, for churches. Yeah, so so the the good news on this, and then I'll I'll, I'll back it up with this is like the too good to be true part. Um, yeah. It's free. Everything everything I'm telling you about today is is no cost. This isn't like ninety days, and then I'm going to start charging you. Right. Uh, this this is free. Um, we are a company, right? So so just to be pretty transparent, the way Glue makes money is we we work with a number of partners, publishers, networks, etc. And um, what we do typically is we, we use the aggregated data and things we're learning um, to help us understand like what topics are important, what's bubbling right now and what's actually working. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a really important capability that can then help all of our partners put the right things in your hands at the right time. So one of the things I didn't talk about today is um, another new area we'll be rolling out here in the coming couple of weeks it's called Network Discover, and it's basically mm-hmm. a place where different networks and producers, it could be unseminary rich, by the way, but mm-hmm. it could be everybody from publishers to denominations and everybody in between can have a home and put some resources out that apply to these areas of measurement. Right. And some of those are free. Some of those are going to cost money, just like they do in the regular world. So so Glue is really, we use the word platform a lot, and we're mm-hmm. very intentional with that word. So we are just looking for people who have the right stuff that they're producing and then churches and leaders who need to consume that. And we just help connect everybody together. Mm-hmm. So everything I've shown you today, like we want you to have it. It's, it's right. free, it. uh, not a limited time thing. And we hope there's more good stuff where that came from. Yeah, I love it. You know, I think it's a great, uh, some great tools to help churches, particularly in this season and beyond. I, I see, when I first heard about this, I was pretty convinced that wow, this is the kind of thing that I think churches are going to see the immediate uh, impact on. Um, you're going to it's going to actually make you better in this season. I, I think there's a lot of church leaders who were were used to leading by kind of wandering around the lobby on Sunday and kind of catching the vibe of where people are at, and we make a lot of decisions based on that where this is giving us an opportunity to to replace that, I think what's going to happen is 
we're not going to go back to that. We're going to love the fact that we get a clearer picture of where our people are at, and that's going to drive our ministry going forward. You and I have a very real issue right now, which is uh, we have to stay more connected to our people. Um, so love it. Um, we uh, now we've got a handout. Why don't you tell us about, you know about what this handout is, and then we've got some questions, um, you know, for for people. Love questions. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the handout, um, the PDF that, that you'll figure out how to get to people, Rich, um, this is, this is what it looks like. Just kind of quick one page or one sheet on everything we just talked about. And, um, it's got a, got a link at the bottom. You can either click the link or you can actually scan the code. In fact, if any of you watching cares to, you can get your phone out right now and literally hold it up to the screen. It's magical how this stuff works. Uh, <laughs> it'll uh, it'll take you over to a site. Um, you'll see Barna. I didn't mention this earlier, but the Barna Group. Um, you saw David Kinneman earlier, so they've they've partnered with us, and a lot of their research and their practical um, ideas for how they think about measurement really inform a lot of these check ins. So you've got a great tech partner with Glue. You've also got a great research partner in Barna that are bringing you all of this value. And again, the heart behind it is we want to help. We want churches using this right now. Um, just to amplify what you just said, Rich, like there, and I'll, I'll sound kind of blunt. It, there is no excuse to operate as a leader in this moment on gut feel. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, there's too many great ways right now to know how your people are and how your community are. Um, so our hope is that, either use these kind of tools that are free or find some others that are going to work great for you. We just want to make sure that everybody is being very intentional about how they're serving. Um, we, we don't incidentally use the term data-driven ministry. We, we prefer to say data-informed. Love it. Because number one, you guys as leaders, God's gifted you with abilities. And number two, the Holy Spirit should ultimately drive everything we're doing, right? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we never want to take the seat that properly belongs to the Lord, but we mm-hmm. we do believe that these capabilities are in existence for this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, as leaders, it's uh, it's an imperative to to use these well. Nice. Um, so a couple questions. Uh, a couple people have asked whether we could get these slides maybe as a PDF that we could attach it. I could email it out to folks that um, sure. you know have watching. Be okay with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. Um, that'd be great. So, uh, question around, um, you know, best format kind of best practice on gathering information from people. You kind of mentioned this, but I wonder if you could drill in on that. How should we be thinking about, let's say we're going to do the weekly check-ins with our people. Um, what are you seeing to kind of get the best response? Obviously the more people we can get responding to this, the better, what are you seeing kind of best practices on that front? We really like the idea of, making this part of your rhythm in the weekend services. Mm-hmm. Um, we realize that that's a new concept for, for many. Um, in fact, all without naming any names, I had a really interesting point of feedback on that. Somebody said, I'm not sure if I'll do surveys in church because I don't like to mix business with sacred. <laughs> that was somebody's feedback. And that was a really interesting pushback. Right. And, mm-hmm. And sort of um, maybe belies that that person's view that doing a survey is all about business. Right. Um, more that you can position this not as a business thing. It's not because we're trying to figure out you know anything that helps us self servingly. 
but it truly is about us as your church knowing more so we can serve you better. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I mean, I, I can't think of many things that get more at the heart of what the church is doing. So right. um, that's why we would say, and, and we're seeing, by the way, tremendous response rates when you do it in the weekend service. Like normally surveys get a 30 to 40 percent uh, com- completion rate. We're seeing completion rates north of 85, 90 percent right now. Right. Um, people want to be, they want their voices heard right. is, is what we conclude. So you can do it that way. If, if for whatever reason you can't or don't want to do it in the weekend service, we think emailing it out to your church or texting it out can be effective. We think putting it on social is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, distributing it maybe through small groups or campus leaders is another great way. Obviously we don't have physical right now, so I can't hand out cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, uh, this little barcode looking thing in the screen, a lot of you know that's called a QR code. Mm-hmm. Um, it's surprised, it's been surprising to me how many people use that. We've seen the churches that use that code, about 85% of their congregation use that code rather than the link or mm-hmm. the, or the, interesting. Because uh, if you try it, it's actually pretty cool. You literally just turn your camera on and point it, yeah, it's amazing and it'll, it'll go to the site. Yeah. So, um, a lot, of, a lot of tips. There'll, there'll be more. When you log in, you'll see there's like a whole getting started deployment guide yep. that gives you all that. Info. Love it. Perfect. Um, what would be, so maybe a bit of a cynical question. I, I see as a leader the... Um, the why I would want my church to do the weekly check-in, weekly check-ins. Um, why would I, as an individual, want to do the weekly pastor check-ins? What, how, uh, you know, is it just an altruistic? Hey, it'll be great for people to know these are the areas I'm struggling with. How, you know, how, how could I, how would my ministry, my leadership, kind of benefit from that? Um, you know, that ultimately is driving the the weekly pulse uh, show. Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, you you as a leader taking that, number one, <clears throat> we, we would just advocate it's a great time to take a breath for a minute, work on yourself. You know, the the act of answering questions often sort of conjures things in us and recenters us on what is, what's important. So I would start there. I would also add, though, that um, those results are going to be changing and evolving every week. And the way the poll is designed is you you have to take the poll to see the results every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's part of the value exchange. There's no money exchanging, but it's like, hey, put your voice, you know, put your answers in the hat along with everybody else. And as a return, you're going to get to see the collective. You're going to get to see how we're all doing. Right. And then, like I said, you'll be able in a week or two, it's time you'll be able to see other pastors in my city, my denomination, my size of church, how they're doing. So it will start to give you some solace about that you're not alone and others maybe you're dealing with things similarly or differently than you are. Love it. I um, We use a um, tool kind of similar um, that asks a real simple one to five, how are you feeling this week? And you would be amazed at how, and, and that that is even, even not that nuanced, but be, be amazed how over time seeing those trends as an organization is even for me as a leader is it's a good thing to like slow down. And like you say, how am I feeling today? What's the difference between a four and a five? <laughs> you know, what is, you know, and that's not that one of the questions you're asking, but that, that kind of thing does have, even for, for me as an individual leader makes a huge difference. Yeah. It's uh, very, so, very close. And it's, uh, you know, I've, 
I'm even running some of my meetings at work right now, Rich, just like first five minutes. It's like, let's all go around and just check in. Right. How's everybody doing? Yeah, Crazy. that's great. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you being here today, being on uh, the 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 show. If people are, um, if people want to track with Glue more specifically, um, how can they do that? If they want to track with you, obviously we've got that file. If you're having problems getting that file, um, but um, you know, let me know. It should be downloading. If not, just email me. I'll send it to you. Um, but if people want to track with you more specifically at Glue, uh, how can they do that? Where should we be sending them on the internet? Sure. Um, so the the link that's in the PDF is actually going to take you to a site called churchpulseweekly.com. And that that really is the kind of the entry point for all the stuff that we've shown you here. Um, I'll give you my email address. Excuse me, I don't have a slide for it, but I have no problems giving that out. And I do endeavor to answer every email I get if I can. Uh, it's it's B, B Hill. So Brad Hill, just first initial last name, B Hill at glue and we spell glue weird right we're, we're <laughs> a tech it's, company <laughs> g-l-o-o right we're good yeah. at we're good at platforms we're bad at spelling right so um <laughs> nice. so it's bhill at glue.us nice. so if you can jot that down and remember it bhill at glue.us drop me a line if you got questions if there's ways you think we can help um we're we're here to serve um and you know we we work with thousands of churches a lot of great partners. So hopefully we can point you in the right direction. And um, this is the, exactly the kind of stuff we love We love doing. So really, really a fan of what you're doing here, Rich. Appreciate that, Brad. I appreciate you being on the show today. Again, folks, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Tomorrow on uh, this whole week, we've got uh, the Your Church and COVID-19. We've got fantastic conversation with Dr. Rick Franklin from Arrow Leadership. Um, if you're not familiar with Arrow, you're going to want to be here. They're a fantastic leadership development organization, work with senior leaders all across North America. And Rick's diving in on this whole area of leading through volatility and uncertainty. So all of us have found ourselves in a volatile and uncertain environment. Um, and Rick's going to dive deep on how we can do that in our environment. So we'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, have a great day, Brad. Appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Thank you.